Welcome back to The Beats. Today's episode with Ben Azadi, the keto camp guy. He it is an amazing episode. You know, when we first met, I knew that we were going to have some similarities. I had no idea. And boy, does he break down ketosis and the difference between using proteins versus sugar and how that affects our body and how it helps us engage our metabolism. And he is a health detective and I'm a biological investigator. You're getting to the root today. You're learning how your body really works. You do not want to miss the Keto Camp King, Ben Azadi. Welcome back to The Beats with Kelly Kennedy from my heart to yours. And today I'm very honored to have Ben Azadi here, the Keto Camp extraordinaire. And I met Ben just a few months ago and about eight months ago. However, I have stalked him on YouTube on his two channels since because here's a gentleman that calls himself a health detective, which I find comical because I call myself a biological investigator. Because what we, what his premise is, is if you learn how the body really works, it's got amazing magic in it. And I'll, I don't want to interrupt anything. Ben, if you could just explain to everybody, but first and foremost, let me gratefully thank you for being here and educating our viewers about the truth about ketosis and what that's really about. Cause I'm psyched about diving deep into this today. Yeah. I'm super grateful to be here with you, Kelly. I loved your presentation when I first met you in Newport. It was the best masterclass on the fascia and the lymphatic system. And I learned so much from you. So thank you for the invitation. Absolutely. So your belief, my, my pleasure, your belief, your, your knowing, I should say, your knowing. Could you talk to everybody a little bit about your premise? Uh, let's give him a little bit about your background. First of all, he's an incredible author. He's written three books. He has an amazing two YouTube channels, right? One is, uh, well, you have the Keto Camp podcast and then you have the Keto Camp YouTube channel. That's where most people can find you, correct? Yeah, and it's camp with a K, just like your initials, KK. KK, <laughs> that's right. That's awesome. We were, we were meant to work together for sure. <laughs> and you not only have done that, but you've brought a global awareness to the ancient healing. And often what we say on Not Meds, which is the pod where this podcast is launched from, naturally oriented therapist, medically enlightened doctors and specialists. And he's a specialist, he's not a doctor, I'm not a doctor. He calls himself a, a health detective because of the ancient wisdom that's in the body, correct? Can you explain that a little bit? Yeah, I love that, uh, not meds, the whole acronym there. It's perfect, because I always say we educate, not medicate. So it's not meds, it's like perfectly aligned with what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I believe that the human body is the world's greatest healer we have within it the world's greatest physician and we have access to that every single day every single second of the day and when we understand that we could really understand how powerful the human body is the fact that the viruses have been around forever and disease has been around forever but a healthy body knows how to deal with that a healthy body can get rid of that and not let it cause dysfunction so i believe when we approach uh, our health from that premise it, we are geniuses essentially because Einstein said it best. He said, intellectuals solve problems, geniuses prevent them. Mm. So when we look at the conventional medicine out there, and look, I'm not knocking conventional medicine, there's a time and place for it, but they are intellectuals trying to solve a problem. They're putting a band aid, a pill for every ill, a surgery. 
something that's going to give you some temporary relief, but it's going to end up giving you new problems. So it's kind of like that whack-a-mole game at the arcade where a mole pops up, which is a symptom, and then they give you a medication or a, a surgery or whatever it is, even a supplement, and you hit that mole, you feel good, the mole's gone, and then what happens? Another mole pops right up. And shouldn't we should be we should be asking the question, why are there moles in the first place? Why can't we get to the root cause of why these moles are even there? And that's where it goes back to this human body. There is interference causing a symptom, causing a dysfunction. So our job, every single one of us, is to identify what is interfering with this innate intelligence, the human body, remove that interference, and just let this innate intelligence, the world's greatest healer, do its job and we have different tools that we do that at keto camp and fasting and keto are two of those tools and we'll get into that but that is my premise it is the fact that the world's greatest physician lies within us every single day and what i love about what you just said ben is that that is the truth right i mean that's what it boils down to and i and for people when they when you find other truth tellers you align with them so easily we have not met until no November and anybody watching this, my audience that's known me for years is going, oh my God, are, did she tell him exactly what to say? Because it sounds so close to what we say because it's the truth, you know, and you can't disguise the truth because it, it ends up surfacing. And your story is amazing. You know, you were looking there, everybody wants to know what's the diet, what's the diet, what's the diet I can eat. And I am not honestly the best as, as a practitioner of going, here's the food you need to eat this morning, because I don't feel that that's really biological in nature of teaching your body how to behave in this world. We have abundance of toxins. We have abundance of good food. We have abundance of both, but it's about managing ourselves within that. And I would love for you to tell them your story real quick of how you got into keto. Yeah. So, I mean, I was actually the, not a genius for most of my life. I was, you know, living life. I, I always say I was tiptoeing my way through life, hoping to make it safely to death. Uh, I was depressed I was actually suicidal back in 2008. I was obese, both physically and mentally, and I got my act together. I started to read books for the first time in my life. You see all the books behind me, but before I, the age of 24, I didn't read any of these books. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was noticing that when we, when we signed in. I'm, I'm on vacation right now, so I'm not in my office, but I was like, wow, his books are so perfectly aligned. I can almost read some of them. I'd love yeah. to know what books are on your shelves. Well, a couple of books that changed my life was uh, anything from Wayne Dyer and Bob Proctor. They started to, these authors started to enter my life. And it really just helped me take responsibility for the first time in my life at the age of 24. Being a 250 obese man, I took responsibility for my health and for my life. And that's where everything changed for me. It helped me realize that I am a, a victor of my future, not a victim of my past. And you fast forward nine months from that mm -hmm. moment that I took responsibility I went from 250 pounds down to 170 pounds. I went from 34% body fat down to 6% body fat. So I finally carved out, Kelly, this, this physical six-pack. Not that a physical six-pack is synonymous with health, but that was a goal of mine. But more importantly, I carved out what I call a mental six-pack, and that's what started my journey uh, in the health space. I became a personal trainer and then a certified health coach. Uh, I owned a CrossFit gym here in Miami several years ago, and then I stumbled upon keto back in 2013. Funny, funny, funnily enough, I stumbled upon keto after being a vegan for a year and a half. Uh, I was a strict vegan and the first few months were great, but then it, yeah, it didn't work. It was pretty crazy. And then I came across the research on keto and I thought, this is interesting. Let me give this a shot. 
So I did it and uh, I started to do more research and I got a, a tremendous benefit and I started to apply different principles. And now, you know, I'm the founder of Keto Camp. And, and here's the thing when it comes to keto, a lot of people say, oh, keto is just a fad. It's a trend. It's going to go away soon. You know, just, you know, those are just crazy people talking about some fad. Well, here's the deal. Ketosis, keto has been around since humans have existed, 2.5 million years. So I don't think it's going away anytime soon. <laughs> and it's not a diet. It's a metabolic process. It's a metabolic state. So if you utilize it and teach your body to burn fat instead of sugar, which we'll get into, there are so many incredible healing benefits to it. So for me, it's, it's a very powerful tool in my shed right now. It, that is such power. You know, we're in, a, we're in a world right now where people feel like victims. And instead of being a victim, and, and you, you did this well before the coronavirus that we're all living in right now, but people are home thinking, I don't know how to manage my system, my, my own immune system. I'm a victim. I'm going to mask up, stay inside and stay away from people because that is the only thing that will make me safe. And you and I both know that doesn't necessarily make people safe even a little bit. However, you took control. I love that you took responsibility. That's good for you. Thank you. That's not easy for people to do. That's awesome. And not only then you did that, but you took it out to the world because you wanted to be the victor of that. That's incredible. But my other favorite thing you said is you had an obese mind and that, that ability to manage your mind so that your body works for you. And then the other amazing thing you said was in regards to ketosis, it's been around for 2.5 years. It's not a diet. It's a metabolic situation that's going on in your body that you need to learn how to engage. Just like I talk about the lymphatics, you know, this is not magic, except it is magic. This is magic. And when we learn how to use it, we look like musician, magicians. I mean, I'm sure the people in your life was like, oh, it's so easy for Ben. Mm -hmm. Oh, ben totally. Worked, yeah. Ben worked on this with Wayne Dyer and Bob Proctor. He worked on this before he worked as he worked on this. That's amazing. So let's dive into the, is there anything else you want to add? And I still work on it every single day. You know, I believe either we're creating or disintegrating. Nothing in nature stays the same. So either you're growing or, or you're not, you know, so that's nothing is the same. Even this glass right here with, with some water, this is moving. We just can't see it, but everything is moving. So yeah, I can continuously work on my craft and I just want to get better and uh, better every single day. So thank you for those words. And thank you for that, because I say all the time, health is not a destination. It's a decision we make every day. You know, people want to live like us. They want to live free. They want to be happy. They want to be healthy. They want to feel like they have energy all day. They want to feel like the Energizer Bounty. Well, do you get up at 536 o'clock in the morning? Do you work on yourself? Do you do your meditation? Do you do your yoga? Do you make the right choices in the nutrition you're eating? Do you decide the times of day you eat? And so that's what we're going to talk about, because all of life is a choice and every day we're working either towards regeneration or towards degeneration. So it's essentially the same things we're saying. We just use different words because we've read different books. We've studied with different people, but it boils down to the truth. The truth is like the- It's how your body works. Yeah. It, the, the truth is like the center of town. It doesn't matter how you approach it. That's what it is. That's where it is. So it's perfect. That's where you're going to end up. And that's when you're going to end up with people that are so synonymously minded to help you guys. I hope everybody watching this is going, oh my gosh, I have the power in me to heal. That is right. And I have the power in me to burn fat. 
So let's talk about it. Let's talk about how do we burn fat, Ben. By the way, Ben is one of my favorite names. I don't know if I told you that when I met you. No. It's my son's middle name. Oh, that's great. <laughs> and it's just such a great name. We named him after Ben Franklin because it was such a pioneer mm -hmm. in this world. And we need a lot of pioneers like yourself, Ben. So I'm not surprised. I don't know who you were named after, but the name Ben really leads people. And I'm happy that you're leading the world into... Because there's a difference between ketosis. I also want to help you delve into that at some point. There's dirty ketosis and clean ketosis. And there's yeah. a, in other words, there's a proper way to do this that works with your metabolism. And there's another way that you can't cheat the body. <laughs> the body knows better. So let's dive into it. Talk about what is ketosis? They Let's say the person's never heard of ketosis before. Yeah. And also my last name, by the way, Azadi means freedom. So uh it's perfect for what we're doing here, fighting for our health freedom. That's great. I didn't so, know that's great. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's talk about keto. Let's talk about, you know, if you, you kind of heard of it, but you want to understand it better. Yeah. The, the human body has about 70 to 100 trillion cells. So going back to your biology class, these cells have your DNA in it. It has these energy power plants called the mitochondria. It is life. So 70 to 100 trillion cells in the body, but the cells could only choose two sources of fuel. Either we're burning sugar in the form of glucose or we're burning fat and producing ketones. That's it. Most people are stuck as sugar burners. When I was obese, I was stuck as a sugar burner. Even those who are not obese, but they're eating every two to three hours, eating a whole bunch of carbohydrates, they're sugar burners. And the problem with that is this. I compare burning sugar in your cells as a Mack truck that is speeding through the highway with all the smoke coming out of the exhaust pipe. So I want your audience to picture all this smoke coming out of the exhaust pipe of a truck. That's not safe or healthy for the environment, right? Same thing with your cells. It's not healthy for your cellular environment. It produces, it produces a lot of byproducts, cellular smoke, if you will. When you teach the body and your cells to switch from burning sugar to now burning fat and producing ketones, that's like a Tesla cruising through the highway much cleaner, efficient fuel source. So what we want to do is teach the body, teach the cells, teach the brain to start burning fat and stop burning sugar. Now, the question is, how do you do that, Ben? <laughs> What's the first step? The first step is to start reducing the carbohydrates, all carbs, even wheat bread, which by the way, two slices of wheat bread will spike your glucose, your blood sugar, as much as a Snickers bar or a 12 ounce can of soda. So all carbohydrates need to be reduced. While you do that, we increase your healthy fat and your healthy protein, and we do what's called clean keto. So once you bring your carbohydrates low enough, below 50 grams or so per day, and you're eating plenty of fat and protein, you should be in ketosis. Your cells are now choosing fat instead of sugar, but we need to do it the right way. So I'll transition now, Kelly, into what are the right fats versus the wrong fats to do this with? Great, great, because fats... So many of our clients come in and people that I've talked to about the years, the word fat just freaks people out, right? Mm. Like you even say it and they instantly put up an emotional blockade. I can't eat that. It's fat. It's going to cause fat. And this has been a misconception of the body. And it really does go back to biology. You know, I mean, I know none of you want really want a biology class, but we've got to understand how our body works. You know, when we took biology classes, it wasn't so that one day you can work in a lab. It was, it should have been anatomy, physiology, and biology. So you learn how your body works because you're with this for the rest of your life. So let's start figuring out. So open up your mind. I know some of you, I feel your resistance. Open it up, let it go. 
and let's talk about good fats. Yeah, you know, just to debunk that for your audience in case they're thinking, you know, it, it kind of makes sense, by the way, so I understand where they're coming from because I was there as well. If I eat fat, won't I get fat? <laughs> well, when we, when we look at what makes us fat, it's a fat storage hormone called insulin. Uh, we have over 600 hormones at the very least in the body. Only one of them store fat, and that is insulin. And what spikes insulin, which macronutrient spikes insulin the most? Carbohydrates. In fact, if you just had 100% fat, like a shot of olive oil, you won't even touch the dial on insulin, meaning you're not going to be in a fat storage state. We have eight fat-burning hormones, but when insulin is cold, those fat-burning hormones, they're gone. So insulin is the bully of the block. When you eat more protein and fat, you're keeping your insulin low, and you're allowing your body to burn its own body fat, which is what we want here. So when it comes to the fat, they are not all created equal. Fats are not all created equal. So I'm going to talk about the worst ones first. I was interviewing, I don't know if you heard the interview in my podcast, but I was interviewing Professor Brian Peskin, who's an MIT researcher, and we were talking about saturated fat, we were talking about vegetable oils, and I asked Professor Peskin, I said, what's worse, smoking a cigarette each day or eating these toxic fats, these vegetable oils? And then he said, let's look at the research. He's a very scientific engineer type of guy. So he said, well, the data shows if somebody smoked two packs of cigarettes every single day for up to 28 years, their chances of developing lung cancer within those 28 years is about 16%, one six. And then he said, let's look at the data on somebody who eats these toxic fats, these vegetable oils every single day for about 28 years, what are their chances of get, developing cancer and or heart disease? And it was 86%. I, I had a feeling we were headed there, Ben, because 80% <laughs> of our population in the United States has a metabolic disorder. People are eating canola oil and they're eating bad fats, fried food. They, that's what they think of as fat. Mm -hmm. And that is staggering. It's disgusting. 86% as they eat those fats, end up with cancer, heart disease, diabetes, or one or the other. Yeah, exactly. And he has a study in his book, The PEO Solution, that showed just one plate of French fries that were fried in canola oil, one of those toxic fats, resulted in 132 days of cell membrane inflammation, meaning your cells are now inflamed and these receptor sites cannot hear your fat-burning hormones, cannot hear your hormones at all. So they're blunted, the message is not being heard, you're not going to be able to burn fat, you're going to have brain fog, and you're going to develop disease. So that's 132 days from five minutes of pleasure. So 132 days, a third of a year from having a plate of French fries. Oh, it's just one plate of French fries. It won't bother me. Mm -hmm. Only yeah. for 132 days. Yeah. Just five months. It, it, it dulls your, you know, on the outside of your cell, you have these receptor sites that are like key holes, and it's looking for the key to fit into it. But when you have a plate of fries for 132 days, somebody's basically stuffed that keyhole like my brothers used to do when I was a kid with whatever so that we couldn't lock the door. That's right. Yep. You can't get in. So your, your hormones can't get in. And that's a problem because if your hormones can't get in, then symptoms will manifest. And here's what separates us from conventional doctors. They'll look at your symptoms and they'll treat that but it's far removed from the problem, which is actually these blunted receptor sites, right? So once you start reducing inflammation, the symptoms go away by default, meaning weight gain, if you're overweight right now, that's not the problem. When I was obese, I didn't have a weight problem. I had a weight symptom. So you get healthy to lose weight. 
You don't lose weight to get healthy. So I love that distinction. I love that distinction you make. Say it one more time for them because people, this is great information, Ben, and you know this, like, obviously it rolls off your tongue. You've written three books, you have podcasts, you have YouTube channels. This is new for them. So let's slow that down for just mm-hmm. a moment and say that one more time for us. Yeah. Uh, so when we look at a lot of programs out there and dietitians and doctors, you'll come to them, you're saying, hey, I'm 50 pounds overweight. Can you help me lose weight? So they'll treat that symptom. Being overweight is a symptom. They'll say, let's cut your calories, let's exercise more. And you might get some short-term results, which will lead to long-term failure because they're teaching you to lose weight in order to get healthy when that's not the way the human body is designed. The human body is designed to get healthy to lose weight. Exactly. So the question next is, how do you get healthy? Well, you reduce inflammation and allow your hormones to get into the cells. How do you reduce inflammation? You have the right fats. So let's talk first before I talk about the right fats, the wrong one. So we mentioned canola. I'll, I'll give you a list of all the toxic fats out there. So I hope your audience writes all this down right now. So, you know, if you are distracted, you know, stay present with us, grab a piece of paper and take this list to your kitchen and look at the ingredients in your cupboard, the ingredients in your kid's food. If you have any of these ingredients, it's time to throw them into the trash and then replace them with the ingredients I'm going to teach you uh, shortly. So canola oil, corn oil, cottonseed oil, soybean oil, sunflower oil, um, peanut oil, safflower oil, and uh, I think I said soybean oil as well. You did, yeah. Yeah, so. Um, vegetable oil. Yeah, and vegetable oil. Grapeseed oil as well is on there. Now, safflower oil and sunflower oil could be okay if it's organic and cold processed. So that's the only exception. But the other ones, toss them and switch over to avocado oil. The, Av- best. the best, right? Olive the oil. Best. <laughs> Your favorite is avocado? Totally. Yeah, it's so good. Even avocados and avocado oil is fantastic. Um, mm. Olives and olive oil, the coconut oil and coconuts, grass-fed butter, grass-fed ghee. These are very stable fats, saturated fats that actually have a function in your body because the body, when we look at the cells, we have a lipid bilayer around it, which is called the cell membrane, and that protects your cells. Wait, just back up. Lipid just means fat, just right. for those that aren't scientific. The, the lipid is the fat layer outside the cell and it protects you just like women always have a little bit more fat on our bodies due to the nature of knowing that one day I, you know, the body is designed to have babies and that layer of fat is protective in nature for the baby to give resources. So when the, the female body gets pregnant, it can resource. So fat is beneficial and protective and it's around the outside of the cell. Sorry to interrupt. I want to make sure they yeah, get that. I love it. Great, great distinction there. Yeah, the cell membrane, life, Dr. Pompa says this all the time. Dr. Pompa is one of the most, he is the most brilliant educator, I believe, out there in the world. Uh, he says, life begins and ends at the cell membrane. So the cell membrane is the bodyguard of the cell. It tells your DNA to turn on bad genes, turn off bad genes, and vice versa. So the question now is, what is the cell membrane made of? You, you said it. It's made up of fat. Protein, saturated fat, and cholesterol. At least 45% of the cell membrane is made up of fat. So we're literally made up of fat. Cholesterol makes our hormones, makes our sex hormones. What about carbohydrates? Less than 1% of the entire body is made up of carbohydrates. And that 1%, we could actually manufacture through fatty acids. So our body loves fat. It loves the avocados and the eggs and the grass-fed and grass-finished beef. It's giving your body the building blocks 
that it needs to thrive. And this is the way we were hardwired. It's this way. The body thrives when you give it the right fats. Your brain is turned right on because the brain is 70 to 80% fat. It loves fat. And my last argument here, because I know I'm going on and on here, is that babies that are breastfed go in and out of ketosis because breast milk has saturated fat and cholesterol, and it helps the development of the brain. So that's the final thing I wanted to add there. You know, that's so important for people to realize that the, it's hardwired. This isn't like, oh, Ben had a great idea and he read a book and here we go. This is how the body is designed to process food, right? And, and when we, you talk about all the time that, you know, we didn't have all this abundance where you could go to the grocery store and get meat. When we were hungry back in the day, we left our caves <laughs> and it would be two to three days perhaps before we had food. And we, they, we then ate the fattiest food because we were starving and we needed that food. We didn't go out and hunt vegetables. Like, listen, I was a vegetarian for 10 years, <laughs> an unhealthy vegetarian, because basically what I ate was carbs. <laughs> a carbitarian. I was a carbitarian, exactly. I was rowing at Cornell and eating nothing but carbs. I don't talk about brain fog. I don't know how I lived through that process, honestly. But a lot of people think, oh, I'm a vegetarian. I eat so healthy. I eat so well. But vegetables are carbs and we need proteins. We need fats in order to really, I, I call myself a reluctant carnivore, to be honest with you. I don't love meat, but I eat it and I eat lots of fats. I mean, I just had an avocado sandwich <laughs> with oil and sheep cheese because mm. it was just fat. I was tired earlier because I didn't, I, I was fasting and I started to feel it. And I was like, before I meet with Ben, I got to get my brain working. I got to get it. Give me some fats and my brain will work better. Yeah. I love that. You helped your body produce more ketones with that as well. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. I just came off by the way, 40 days of a carnivore diet and I'm ah. going to, I'm going to make an episode. Organ meat. God yeah. bless the organ meat. Well, My I, husband loves eating that one. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't love the organ meat, so I supplemented with the organ meat because <laughs> it's important to get the right amino acid ratio, so you need the organ meat, but it does taste disgusting to me. Yeah. To me, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I supplement as well for that. Yeah. Okay. So now they know which good fats. And I just want to mention this. I said this to somebody earlier. Ben is a very happy person. I'm a very happy person. Please don't get distracted by the very depressing news that we have to tell you about all the bad fats, because this is going to startle some of you as you go to look through your cupboards and you start reading labels and start to realize how in order to eat clean, you can't eat processed food. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's hum- making processed food with avocado oil, I hate to tell you, and yeah. ghee and butter because it's more expensive. That's why they use those other oils. They're less expensive and they're more costly to your body because they starve your body for the nutrition that it's craving. So we know the bad fats. Let's talk about the good fats. This yeah, is so awesome. I- You're incredible. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly. You are too. Yeah, so I gave you a list of the good oils. I'll, I'll mention some additional, like my fav- some of my favorite keto foods. Uh, macadamia nuts. There's something called a peely nut. I don't, have you ever tried a peely nut? No. So they're found in the Philippines and they're these, it's the highest fat, lowest carb nut in the world. It's like a buttery macadamia nut. Uh, so Peely Hunters is the company that I use. They have this delicious, they have peely nut butter with like pumpkin spice. It's delicious by the way. Oh yeah. Mm. You got to try it. So peely nuts are great. Macadamia, walnuts, pecans, 
now there's some sus suspect keto foods that could be healthy, but in my Keto Camp Academy for the first 28 days, I actually advise to let's remove this just because I know it's going to help with inflammation. And then after 28 days, we could reintroduce it and see how your body reacts. So it's actually almonds and spinach are on my list there because they're higher in oxalates. So I do recommend for 28 days, just get rid of it, see what it does for the body, and then slowly bring it back. Uh, the nightshades, of course, like the peppers and the uh, eggplants, those could be keto friendly, but a lot of people don't do well with them. So get them out for 28 days. And then the, the legumes like peanut butter and hummus. Also, I recommend 28 days. Let's get it out of the mix. But there is a whole range of things you can do. I do recommend also increasing when you're going into ketosis, increasing your electrolytes, just because when you are burning sugar, you hold on to a lot of water weight. And then when you burn fat, you release the water weight. The kidneys release a lot of excess water weight. Along with it goes the electrolytes. It's a, an electrolyte dump. So if you don't replenish strategically, you could get the keto flu, you could get brain fog, and you don't have to go through that. I've had hundreds of members go through my academy and I take them from being a sugar burner to a fat burner and not one of them have got, has gotten the keto flu. So I hope that's promising to you. As long as you increase your carbohydrates and gradually decrease the carbs and increase the fat, you're going to be totally fine. So I have sea salt. I always have it around my desk. And here's an additional hack for your audience. When you are going to work out, before you work out, have some sea salt because when you work out, you're going to raise cortisol. Cortisol will raise glucose temporarily. And then the sea salt you have before, well, you need glucose to actually help deliver the sodium into your cells. So that's a little hack for you to get a little bit better hydrated. So you could do it during your workout, before your workout, and after your workout, getting the sea salt around your workouts. And we tell people to put a little sea salt in their water when we're doing lymphatics because it also moves your, your sodium potassium channels in your kidneys a lot. And I have a feeling that when you're in ketosis, that's part of what's happening because it's moving the lymphatics because it's cleaning up all the junk as you're going through the ketosis. It's allowing the body to now grab all the crap that's in around the cells that's also now yeah. wanting to get out. And that's pumping through the kidneys majority of the time. And just so everybody knows, when we talk about electrolytes, we're not talking about Gatorade. We're talking about sodium, potassium, and I use Elite. Other people use, what do you use? I like Elite. I like also an another brand called Relight by Redmond's. Okay. So it's very specific, high quality electrolytes that replenish. I use it a lot when I'm down south. You live in Florida. So it's darn hot and you sweat a lot. And when you sweat a lot, you lose your electrolytes. So you want to rehydrate. And a lot of people drink a ton of water, but they don't hydrate mm -hmm. because the water isn't active. It's not electrically active. And you need that sodium potassium to make it more advantageous for the body to hold onto it because it wants to drive into the cell. Yeah, that's right. And then also if you drink coffee, coffee is also a diuretic, meaning you're going to lose even more electrolytes. So simple little tip, just add some sea salt with your coffee, a salty ah. little coffee. I do that every morning. Cool. That's really great. I, I, I don't drink coffee, so I wouldn't know that hack, but that's awesome for my audience because they always ask me about coffee and I'm like, no idea. <laughs> Never <laughs> had one. I don't think we need to give me coffee. I think <laughs> the whole world might explode if I, or I might explode if I had coffee. Okay. So we know the proper fats. We know the bad fats. Tell, tell us some other things about eating ketosis, eating with well, ketosis, creating ketosis. Yeah, I think it's also important for your audience to understand that I, I love keto, but it's not you know, the only diet you should stick to. It's not a diet. I, we established it. It's a tool. So I don't recommend staying in ketosis forever. I, I recommend using it to reset your hormones, reset your metabolism. And then I have, uh, I've coined something called keto flexing, 
where we start flexing in and out of ketosis. So you're not so restrictive because when we look back at ancient culture, it's true. Every single one of our ancestors, they did keto. They were in ketosis. But then it's also true. They didn't stay in ketosis long-term. If they came across honey or fruit or potatoes, they didn't look at their tribe and say, oh, we're keto, dude. We're not going to eat that. <laughs> no, they would, they, would, they would eat that, right? So we need to mimic our ancestors, and we do that by keto flexing in and out of ketosis. And, you know, this ancient wisdom, what's beautiful about it is that we're able to access the wisdom but take in the technology that we know and all that we've learned about science to understand why we actually, <coughs> excuse me, did evolve. <coughs> I'm choking and I don't have water here. That's fine. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We'll um, get some water for Kelly. But, you know, the ketosis, go ahead, talk because I'm yeah, losing it. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Yeah, it's, it's, when we look back at ancient culture, it's important. <laughs> I believe when we mimic our ancestors, the body will heal, right? We, we, we mentioned earlier that we're hardwired this way for the old school. So we need to mimic our ancestors. And we do that by going in and out of ketosis. We don't stay in ketosis long-term. And a lot of people who do teach keto, they do teach it that way to, hey, let's get into ketosis. Let's stay in ketosis forever. But there's some consequences when you do that. So keto flexing is a much better option because not only are we designed that way, but it gives you much more flexibility. And that's, thank you, I got my words back. I call myself a flexitarian. Love that. Because it's the 80-20 rule, right? I got very orthorexic back in the day where I was only eating exactly how I should and it created rigidity. And what I know about heart rate variability is the more variable you are, <coughs> excuse me, y'all, the healthier you are. And you need to be flexible in order to be healthy. That's what adaption is really about. It's the adaptability allows for health. That's right. Metabolic flexibility. That's the way we were designed to be. So let's go back to the flexitarian, right? Being flexible. Because if we don't actually allow our bodies to be flexible, then we aren't going to change. We're not going to be able to keep up with what's happening. And that's the concept of regulation and how the body works. We talk about on the previous, you can watch all my other podcasts and understand regulation, but it's really about if you get too rigid about how you eat, about how you are, the body doesn't have the ability to adapt anymore. And so I love this concept of keto flexibility. That's wonderful. That's yeah, I, it's, it's, it's different than what a lot of people teach because when yeah. people come and they, they first discover my work, sometimes they think that I'm very um, dogmatic about keto. I mean, my company's Keto Camp, but it's really not, it's, it's one tool in the shed, just like you, the lymphatic system and ways to move the lymph and the fascia, those are powerful tools, fasting, powerful tool, but it's a combination of using these tools because more important than the tool is the person who wields that tool. How do you use that tool? So that's what we want to do. We want to use the tool the right way to get amazing results. And, and your body is a tool because we are not our bodies. We are not our minds. We are our hearts right? We are our souls. We are our energy body, whatever you want to call it. You're the God part of you. <laughs> you can call it whatever you want, but it's that internal wisdom, that innate intelligence. That's who we are. And when we became a sperm and an egg to become a human, that drive for survival is what makes you a human being. That's what makes all of us human beings. And working within that system, allowing that system to thrive and flourish 
is what this tool that Ben is gifting you with today. He is a true gift to each and every one of you because not only today is he available on this podcast, but talk about your keto camp and the 28 day program that you run because this is accessible to everybody. You don't have to leave your home. You don't have to, you have access to him. Please tell us about that. Yeah, thank you, Kelly. Um, yeah, so I have my Keto Camp Academy. Uh, the 28 days is just the first pillar. I have four pillars in there where I teach how to do this the right way. So the first pillar is keto adaptation. So getting keto adapted in 28 days, teaching the body burn fat. The second pillar is the fast pillar. So doing more intermittent fasting, different schedules. The third pillar is the phase pillar, where now we do some little bit of some carnivore. Actually, we phase out carbs altogether just for a short period of time. And then we have unlocked the badge to start flexing, which is the fourth pillar. So in the academy, I have over 200 videos in there that you cannot find anywhere else. I do two group coaching calls. We have an amazing community. There's uh, documents and everything is structured there. I, I say it's the most comprehensive health coaching program in the entire world. It's A to Z keto. It teaches you kindergarten to graduate school, keto and fasting. And not only that, there's a section in there, which is my personal favorite called mental six pack that I have all these lessons that I've learned over the years, because the truth of the matter is this, you could do keto perfectly, you could do fasting perfectly, but if you don't have the right mindset, if you have hate for yourself, for the world, if you have these anger and resentment inside of you, you, you cannot heal. You, you cannot heal a body that you hate and you cannot heal a body that has hate. So I, I've been saying that the body heals the moment that you smile and you begin to smile. A smile on your face, the body begins to heal. So I talk about how to develop a strong mental six-pack and be clear on your why. Reasons come before results. So when you are strong with your why, the how becomes easier. The decisions that you have to make, oh my gosh, am I going to eat that cake or am I going to eat that avocado? When your why is strong, you're going to eat the avocado. So I have a section about the mental six-pack uh, and I love it. It's a great program. If your audience wants to check it out, they could go to ketocampacademy.com. I always run special. So depending on when you hear this, there might be a special going on for you. Well, that's awesome. And I really appreciate what you said, Ben, because I think that so many people get lost in the doing, 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 and forget about the being part. And they forget about who, who is doing all that work and where that plate person is coming from. And the motivation, what you said earlier, much earlier about Einstein, was awesome because it is about prevention. And I know we, we see people at our clinic that are desperately ill. You know, Dr. Pompa and I, we met years, a couple of years ago because we ran around the same circles of that client base. And I'm sure you see them as well. I've been everywhere. I've tried everything. Nobody can help me. I'm really, really sick. You know, my lab work looks good. My lab work looks bad, but whatever, like they can't help me. And the reality is helping them up here, helping them in here is equally important as helping all the actions that they're taking because that's who they really are. And this is a product of that. And, and compliance, desperation breeds compliance. We talk about it all the time. But it would be really, and it would be really lovely. It will be, it is really lovely. Let me change all that. It's really lovely because in the time that we're in right now, people are desperate for the information without being desperate from the health perspective. You know, Dr. Caratola did my first podcast, the dentist, Dr. By, uh, Jerry Caratola, and he yeah. calls coronavirus the 9-11 of healthcare. And I couldn't agree more. This is the time to wake up 
pay attention to what you're doing. Don't wait for something to come along the pike that's going to get you that now makes you desperate. So yes, you'll do anything. Get in the, pers in the perspective that I am motivated so that I don't feel like a victim. I feel like a victor, like our friend Ben Azadi here, who's kick and butt. I think it should be, uh, you can't call it that. The kick and butt keto camp. <laughs> ABKK. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> because, you know, it's so amazing when, when people understand that the beats, the regulation in our life is about having the adaptability in our life. And I took all the pills and I was all about the physical part of medicine and the physical part of the body. And a couple years ago, my husband's much more in the emotional world and emotional guru. And he was my first person that came in my life that helped my body heal, that helped me realize I have the healing capacity in me. I still got so scientific about it, so tangible about it. And a couple of years ago, I was introduced to a technology, Sound of the Soul, and it's it's taking your heart rate variability, converting it back and playing it for yourself because you're resonant with it. And that healed me in a way that I had never felt in my body. And I, that's when I became a flexitarian. That's when I started to be easy on myself. That's when I started to go, you know what? It's all, it's all good. Just go out there, love life, know what you know, eat properly 80-20, but don't be so rigid and share this knowledge with others because that rigidity creates limits. And we want freedom. We don't want limits. We want freedom, freedom to enjoy climbing the mountains when we're 80 or playing with our kids when we're 30 or having babies when we're 20 to 50, whatever you want to do. Life is, is your oyster. How are you going to do it? And if you have used this tool, you don't have limitations. I'm sure many years ago, you felt much more limited than you do today. Is that true? Yeah. Absolutely. And tomorrow I'll feel less limited and the next day I'll feel less limited and abundance is our birthright. So amen to what you just said. Amen. Well, Ben, I really thank you so much for being here. I want to get down to Miami and, and gift you a sound of soul session because you absolutely deserve to feel how incredibly beautiful you are and on the inside. And I know you know that every day, but I want to viscerally give you an experience with that because what you're doing for the world is amazing. And I hope that everybody watching this not only subscribes to our channel, but goes and subscribes to your channel on Keto Camp on YouTube and on uh, the Keto Camp podcast, which where do you post that on your website? Yeah, it's uh, uh, the Keto Camp podcast is anywhere podcasts are found and then youtube.com slash Keto Camp for the YouTube channel. That's awesome. Thank you so much, Ben. We really appreciate you teaching everybody today how their body works. We want to have you back so you can maybe draw the cell at some point and do yeah. that, that training that you do. Cause it's amazing for people to really learn about ketosis. Is there anything else you could want to add to this today? Well, I appreciate being on your show, Kelly. I love your work and I can't wait to do the sound of soul. I want to go to your clinic and go up there with my mom and my girlfriend and have like a whole experience at your clinic. So we'll talk about that off air. Let's do that. That's fun. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, the audience, this is such a great conversation. I, I recommend you go listen, you listen to this again. Listen to this episode when you're feeling down in the dumps. I'll leave you with this. The number 150,000. That's how many people die every single day. So yesterday, 150,000 people woke up. They took their last breath. Today, 150,000 people will struggle for their last breath and they will lose that battle. It'll be the same thing tomorrow and the day after. So just knowing that you're alive right now because you're listening to me, 
And Kelly, you're breathing, put your hand over your heart, feel it beat. That's something to be grateful for. Whenever you find yourself flustered and stressed out and pissed off with what's happening in the world, think of the number 150,000. Just be grateful that you're alive and you'll get through this. This too shall pass. And use that number whenever you feel stressed out because gratitude is the ultimate healing superpower that we have access to all the time. So use it, use it well. And I hope that number helps you use it. I feel very connected to you, Ben. And from our heart to yours, we'll see you next time on the beats. Make sure you subscribe, make sure you hit the notification button. So you know when we're here, God bless you all. God bless.